Hey guys, this is Ann Strout, and I help entrepreneurs just like you who want to scale their coaching businesses to multiple five-figure months selling their services online. I am so pumped to help you rebel against your circumstances, resist those naysayers, and end the hustle propaganda so that you can finally unleash your inner rebel, screw the rules, and make some serious bank. Because real rebels make money, not coffee. So rise up, join the revolution, and enjoy the episode. All right, hey guys, welcome back to another episode. Today I want to talk about I want to talk about, you know, when you price your offer really low or at a really great price that you think is so affordable, so reasonable, and you pack it with high value. But yet, you'll find that you are still getting people that are saying that they can't afford it and they're still giving you those money objections. So, why is this happening? What can you do about it? That's what we're going to dive into in this episode today. So if you have been putting out offers that are priced low or they're, in your opinion, they're priced reasonable or affordable and you're still getting money objections, you're still getting people saying they can't afford it, you know it's jam-packed with a lot of value. It's got, so you've got, um, you know, you've packed it with things that you know are going to help people, you know it's what they need, then this is definitely an episode to tune into. So... The first thing that we have to understand is that if somebody is um, telling us that, you know, they cannot afford it, meaning they say, I do want this, or this is perfect, or, oh my God, it sounds like exactly what I need, exactly what I want, Um, I want to do this so badly, but... And then they give you these money excuses, right? I can't afford it. I don't have it. Whatever. Um, Typically, what that boils down to is it's not even about the money. It's never about the money. Because even if a person physically does not have the money in their bank account, they can still go find the money. They can find it. They can get it. They can borrow it. They can earn it. There's always a way to come up with the money if it is something that you want bad enough. And that is where you have to identify their now factor. How urgent is it for them to get this outcome, for them to solve this problem? Most entrepreneurs are not doing that. Um, They're just getting people on the phone calls and they're going through their sales scripts or however they're running their calls, typically not accurately. And um, they're, they're just not, they're not identifying certain key factors that you need to be identified before you even get on a call with somebody. Um, And so if someone is giving you a money objection and they're saying that they really want to do something but they can't or they won't or they're not going to um, or they can't right now because of money or lack thereof, they do not want the outcome, the solution, or they don't want to work with you or they don't want... um, they don't want um, your services or whatever bad enough. That is the number one factor. If someone wants something, but they're going to say, I'm not going to do it because of money, it's total BS. It's absolute bullshit. I'm going to call the fluff on it right now. Um, It's not accurate because if you really want something, then you will go find the money. You will find a way 
to make it happen. Rather it be that amazing dress or that purse or that trip or that vacation or that dinner or that glass of wine or that dog or, you know, um, that surgery or that emergency with one of your children or loved ones. Doesn't matter. The money's, nine out of 10, the money's never there. So anytime I've made an investment in my business, the money to make that investment has never fully always been there. Like I've never had a 100% of the money just sitting there. I've always had to find a way to make it work. I've had to find a way. And if it's something I really want, I will find a way. If it's something I'm sort of like, yeah, sounds good, but you know, like I don't really need it or want it right now. It's not like a high priority or an urgency for me. Guess what? I'm, I'm going to give a money excuse or an, an objection or something and I'm going to get myself out of it and I'm not going to make the investment. Because number one, I don't want it bad enough, okay? So, you know, this is where when you price your offers low because you think more people are going to buy it, this is where you're wrong because it's not even about the money. It's about how bad do they want that thing that your offer or your services or your product or program is offering them. How bad do they want that? Um, That's number one. Number two you just didn't identify that urgency. This is one of the biggest gaps in in entrepreneur sales processes or their sales systems or maybe lack thereof is you're not identifying people's urgency. You're just like getting on the phone without anyone. Um, you're, you're giving your, your limited valuable time to anyone and everyone and you're not first identifying how urgent this is for them. And you need to be doing that before you get people on the phone because if something isn't urgent for them, they are not going to buy, no matter how sweet you, the deal is, no matter how much you sweeten the pot, no matter how much value you pack into it. They're not going to buy it if they do not have an urgency for it right now. The third thing is that you were not clear on who your call was for and what to expect on the call so that they can show up with the intention to buy. This is a big deal. When I have someone that uh, gets on a sales call with me, so not any other type of call, but a sales call, they are already coming to the call with um, available funds. They're coming to the call expecting that they might be talking about working together and making an, a deposit or an investment today. They're not coming to the call uh, broke with no intention. Like they're not coming to my sales calls looking to pick my brain or looking for free information or looking to just gossip and spend and waste hours of time. The people that are getting on sales calls with me are coming to the call saying, here's my problems that are super urgent and I need to solve these problems. It cannot wait any longer. I've waited long enough. Can you help me with these things? If you can, how, w- how would you help me? What would it look like? And how do I get started? Bottom line, that is how a sales call should be going. If you're getting people on calls that are doing anything other than that, you have a major gap in your sales process and you're not inviting the right people, you're not doing it in the right way, and you're not identifying certain things so that you get buyers on your calls. Um, People need to know what to expect on your call. They need to know what this call is for, who is it for, who it's not for, and what do they need to expect on this call, okay? Number four is that you sold them on features and not benefits. So, If you have a really great offer, which I'm sure most of you or all of you do, if you have a really good offer and you know you can help your clients, but all you do is focus on the features, people aren't buying that stuff. They do not care about your features. 
They don't care how many sessions. They don't care how long the sessions are. They don't care how many modules. They don't care how many bonuses are in each module. They do not give a damn about that stuff. That's not even what they're buying. They're buying outcomes. They're buying solutions. They're buying tangible things. And it can be a mix of those. It doesn't have to be tangible. But those are the things that people are buying, okay? So when you are trying to... um get people to make an investment with you when you're trying to attract buyers, you have to focus on benefits. It's very simple. What's in it for them? So what are they going to walk away with? What are they going to experience? What's going to change in their lives after doing this or while doing this with you? Uh, what are the, the solutions? What are the end outcomes? Like what things are they going to walk away with? Tangible and not tangible. You need to focus on those things because that's exactly what they're buying and those are the solutions they're looking for. So stop focusing on features. You can share that stuff later after you've already sold them into your programs. Then you can talk about, cool, here's what you're going to get or Here how, here's how this is going to go down, okay? But that's not where you should be starting or focusing. Number five, all in all, you could just be attracting the wrong people, okay? Um... You could be attracting the wrong people. Typically, if you're getting people that are brain pickers, freebie lurkers, no-shows, um, money objections, focused on lack, they're not the right clients. Like, there, I'm sure there's coaches and consultants and mentors out there that can help those folks. But like, typically, the people I work with, and for me, those are not the people we're looking for. We're not looking to bring in people that are like, oh my God, I have no money and I'm so broken. My life sucks and it's never going to change, right? Like, that's not the type of people you want to be working with because those people are stuck in a really bad place. And it's going to take a certain person to really get them out of that, which most of that's going to be them. Um, and so unless that's what you do, unless that is how you help your your clients, then you're attracting um, the wrong people. You're attracting a low mindset type of person who has a very lack mentality, who has a very negative mentality, a very stuck mentality. And typically those people tend to stay in that zone because it's comfortable and familiar for them. And that's why they don't grow. It's why they just stay there for, you know, weeks or months or even year after year, they just stay in that place. Um, and that is because they're very comfortable there, even though they don't like it. And it's very familiar, even though they don't want it, but they stay there. So unless you help people get out of that place, those are not the people you want to be attracting. You want to be attracting buyers and you want to be attracting people that want and demand the outcome, the solutions that your services or programs or offers are presenting, okay? So if you deliver whatever deliver, uh, outcome you deliver to your clients inside like working with you, whatever that container looks like, whatever that outcome is, whatever those results are or those experiences, your you need to be attracting the people that want those things so badly, like right now, like yesterday they wanted that, okay? Um, that's who you want to be attracting, not the people that are like 10 steps behind that and someday would love to be there. You want the people that are like, I needed to be there yesterday. Like yesterday is not even soon enough. Like I needed to be there a long time ago. Let's do this. Those are the people you want to be attracted. Not the people that are like, oh, I, you know, someday, someday, yeah, I'll get there. Like someday I'll have enough money. Like someday everything will just fall into place magically for me and I can say yes to this. Like someday. Those are not the people you want to attract. Those someday people are going to stay right where they're at until they stop saying someday and say today. 
Okay. Um, okay. Number six, they don't believe in themselves. A lot of the times this happens a lot of the times, more than not, actually quite frequently, um, people will see something that is like a solution for them. It's the thing that they've been really praying for and asking for and, you know, kind of manifesting and putting out into the world and really putting a lot of time and energy and and thought and focus on. It's something that they really, really want, but then they don't buy. They don't make the investment. They don't take the leap. They don't take the risk. Um, A lot of the times it can be other things we've talked about already, but it also comes down to the fact that they don't believe in themselves because here's the bottom line. I I already said a few minutes ago here in this episode that I don't typically ever have all of the money to make the investments that I make. Typically, that's just not how it works. We don't usually have the funds available or not all of it, right? Um, And so we are usually looking for ways to let's get that first deposit down and then we'll we'll worry about the rest of the the payments later, right? Like we'll figure that out. And so the people that do that, it's because they believe in themselves. Like when I make investments and I make very large, big investments, multiple investments a year in my business. And when I'm doing that, um, it's not that, oh, I have all the money in the world to do this. Um, half of the time, that's not even the case. Um, I don't even know how I'm going to pay for everything all the time. Right. So it's like, I make the investments with the trust in myself because I believe in myself. Here's what I know. It doesn't matter about the money because no matter what I invest in, I will get some sort of outcome or result from it because I believe and trust in myself. I know I'm going to show up. I'm going to do the work. I'm going to do whatever that coach or that mentor tells me to do. And I'm going to do it fully, completely, all in, consistently. And I know that I will do whatever it takes. So I can make any investment and I can turn it into a return on investment for myself. No matter what I invest in, I will get something out of it because I believe and trust myself. Um, I don't look to... I don't look externally of myself to get permission, approval, or results. I go to myself. And so when I make an investment, I'm not making an investment on the coach. I'm not saying, here, I'm going to pay you and I want you to get me results. Or, hey, I'm going to pay you and I want you to show me how to make this work. I'm going to pay you and I need you to do this. That's putting all the responsibility on somebody else, which is impossible. Unless they come to your house and do the work for you, that's impossible. When I make an investment, I'm making an investment um, in someone or, or, or for me, but through someone else. So they're just going to guide me, kind of be there to support me, give me accountability. And they're just going to help up level my mindset and my, my actions and my confidence. But I'm the one doing the work. So I'm the one that has to show up. I'm the one that's got to do the work. I'm the one that needs to get the results. It's not any coach training program course or anything like that that's going to do that for me. Um, you know, you can consume all the information you want and never move your business forward, right? You can have zero information and make millions. It's about you. It's you're the one that has to show up, do the work, and make the results appear. You have to do that. There's no one or anything in the world that can do that for you. No course, no coach, no program. Um, if you're making investments in hopes that somebody else or something else is going to get you results, you're setting yourself up for complete failure. It's never going to happen. You're the only person in, in control and responsible to make that happen. You should be making investments in someone else in the sense of like, I'm making this investment to 
from in my in myself, but through another person because I want them to up level my mindset and my confidence, and I want them to kick my ass once in a while and hold me accountable and boost my my energy and my momentum, right? But I'm not going to make investment in hopes that they're going to get me the results. I believe in myself. I'll do that part, right? That is how you make a proper investment that's actually going to give you a return on your investment. And so, if you are attracting people that don't believe in themselves, you might have to have you might have to inspire and encourage them a little bit to borrow your faith and belief in them that they can do this, right? And then that can help them. They can still make an investment if they don't believe in themselves um, because they can borrow yours until they no longer have to. But you got to work to get them to a place where they can start to believe in themselves. Um, and you want to help encourage people to make investments through you, but for themselves, okay? Um, okay, so number... I think we're on uh, number seven, is that they don't believe in you. Now, if they don't believe in you, there's no point in hiring them. It's different if they don't believe in themselves because you can borrow that. But if they honestly don't believe you're the person that can help them, if they don't think that you have what it takes, if they don't think that they can relate to you or you can relate to them or that you can really help them get the results, like you should not be, be hiring them as a client. You should not take their money. You should not give them any more time or energy. Like they're not the ideal client for you. Um, and a lot of the times people will lie, unfortunately, before they're going to tell you the truth because they don't want to hurt your feelings or they don't want to, deal with confrontation or you know they just want to get out of something and so sometimes people will lie and be like oh it's it's the money I don't have it or oh I got to speak to my spouse bullshit you don't need to speak to your spouse like if you it's your business if you want to make an investment you can make an investment that's an excuse um you know and so it could be that they don't believe in you or they just don't kind of jive with you very well and they don't want to work with you but instead of saying that they're probably just going to give you some excuses so that could be another reason that people are not buying your offers um and that is a discussion that you should have with people you should be uh, identifying if they believe in you and trust you um okay so number eight is that they don't see your offer as a solution to their problem a lot of the times i see entrepreneurs you know, talking about how great they are and how much they help people and all the amazing things that they're doing and all the things that they solve and do in their business and that they're so great at. But that really isn't what people are buying. People are buying a solution to their problem. They're buying an outcome. They're buying an experience, right? So, you know, when you make an investment in a vacation and you, you know, purchase your plane tickets, you're not buying the damn plane, you're buying the, the, you're investing and in getting to your destination and that's how you're getting there. It could be a plane, it could be a car, it could be a bus, it could be a Jeep. I mean, who knows, right? It could be a boat. You could be taking a boat somewhere. The point is you're not buying the vehicle. You're not buying the tra- the thing. You're just buying the transportation to your destination, Um and you're not even buying the destination. You're buying the experience that you're going to have at the at the destination, right? Like if everyone was just going to go sit in the middle of the woods in, in the dark and do absolutely nothing and be completely naked, no food, like people probably, most people would not pay for that experience because it wouldn't be a very pleasurable one. You're paying ultimately at the end of the day for the experience. So you have to invest in the tickets to get yourself there, the luggage to bring your things, and then you got to pay for your, your, your destination spot, you know, a hotel or, you know, whatever resort wherever you're going to stay, but ultimately you're not even paying for those things. You're just paying for the experience, the things that you're going to go there and do and with who you're going to do them with. And so that's the thing that, you know, people need to see that you're offering 
that destination, that thing that they want so bad, that thing they're actually paying for. That's what they're investing in, right? Um, So that's what you want to do. And obviously, you want your services to be good you want you you want to bring them pleasurably to that outcome right like you wouldn't want to get in to a plane that was you know missing a wing and was gonna you know um probably not get you there like you probably would want to invest in a decent plane that you know is safe that's you know um you know maybe taking first class or something or who knows however coach however you like to fly it's up to you um but it's comfortable and it's suitable for you and it's what you want and it's desirable and pleasurable and you're going to enjoy the ride to your destination um and then number nine is you should increase your price so this is where a lot of my clients and people in my community are like, oh God, this is where they start to freak out because they feel like I've already priced it low and people aren't even buying it. Like I already um, have dropped the price or lowered the price and I'm already giving so much away for free and people aren't even buying that. So why would they, if I increase it, why would they buy it? They're not even buying it as a low ticket. Well, for all the reasons I just listed, I mean, a low t- because you price something low does not mean it's valuable. Just because you price it low, it doesn't make it, people don't perceive it as valuable. Like it's a low ticket offer. It's priced low with a lot of value. People actually are going to wonder what the hell's wrong with it because why is it priced so low yet there's so much great value in it? Um, also, Again, the lower you, your price points are going to attract um, a certain person. Your price points are going to dictate exactly who you attract. So if you're pricing low, then you should absolutely expect a low lack mindset type of person to come in, period. If you're pricing higher, you're going to attract a higher level entrepreneur um, or client, okay? Because, um, you know, people that are action takers and go-getters and they're really freaking committed to their business and they're all in and they're ready to do the work and they want big, 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 big transformations and results. Those people are not going to invest in a little tiny bite-sized offer. They're not going to invest in affordable stuff because they want big transformation. Big transformations, big results, it comes from big action, big commitment, and big investment. And smart, successful, thriving entrepreneurs, they know that. We know that already. Like I would not invest in a low ticket offer or something priced really low or affordable because chances are it's not going to get me the big transformation, right? Um, Chances are it's probably below the level that I'm already at even. So why would I even look at it? I wouldn't even consider it. Just because you price something low, it doesn't make it more valuable. It doesn't mean people see it as more valuable. And it definitely does not mean you're going to get more buyers. You might get some, um, you might get some buyers and they're, they're going to be a low-level type of, of entrepreneur. It's not going to be a high-level client. So again, increase your prices. <laughs> increase your prices. Uh, give good, just the right amount of value. Focus on the benefits. Make sure you identify the urgencies. Set the expectations, be really clear on who it's for, and then know that it's not for everyone. It is for high-level entrepreneurs, high-level clients only, right? You can attract low-level clients into your lower offers, and you can prime them for your higher-ticket offers. So I hope this was helpful, guys. There's my nine tips on why you're pricing uh, an offer perfectly, aka really low, and you're jam-packing it with lots of value, and people are still saying they can't afford it. 
These are the nine reasons. Chances are it's a mix of these things. It could be all of them. But these are the nine reasons that this is happening and how you can turn around and change it. So let me know if this was helpful. Um, there is a link below if you are you know, looking for support, if you know that you have uh, some gaps in your sales process, if you know that you're just not attracting the right people, or maybe you're not positioning your offers correctly, or you're not talking about them right, or you're booking calls, but you're getting people on the phone and they're just not buying, they're giving you objections or they're not showing up or they're saying yes and then they disappear and fall off the face of the earth. Like if you are not um, consistently enrolling high vibe, high end clients into your programs and filling up your programs, creating multi, uh, you know a consistent five figure month in your business and you're a coach, a consultant, a mentor, done for you service based provider, then I can absolutely help you. And right now I have some space inside my brand new live six month group program, coaching program, the Sales Rebel Unleashed. So if you go below, there's a link and you can click on that link. Um, and you can go check out all the details of the program, check out all the bonuses. Um, it is a mix of group and it's unlimited one-on-one coaching as well. So definitely go check that out. If this has been, you know, really resonating with you or speaking to you, if you are having these issues in your business, um, we are definitely taking it to a whole new level and unleashing your rebel, your badass, your income, your impact and everything inside the sales rebel unleashed. Uh, go ahead and check the link below. Let me know if you have any questions. Feel free to head over to Facebook, follow me at, um, come join my group at Sell Like a Rebel Community. Just go to Facebook in the search bar at the top, type in Sell Like a Rebel Community, request to join the group. Um, We'd love to have you over there where we're dropping all kinds of information, information on sales and marketing and high ticket offers and really attracting buyers. Uh, You can also head over to Facebook and follow us at Sell Like a Rebel. Uh, We're doing live videos over there, live trainings all the time. Uh, You can private message me there as well if you have any questions about what it might look like to work together or to get our support in growing your business to five-figure months. Um, I hope to see you guys over there, and I hope this episode was helpful. I'll see you next week for another episode. Hey, hey, hold up there, Rule Breaker. Before you go, as a valued listener of the Rebel Radio Show, I want to help you grow your business, scale your business, and revolutionize your sales in the online space. Not just on these weekly episodes, but every day of the week and every week of the year. We have an amazing free Facebook group of other successful, ambitious rule-breaking entrepreneurs who are creating financial and time freedom for their families, busting through the sleazy sales tactics and all the hyped up shiny strategies and making real incomes and impacts. If you want this experience in your business and life, and you want to be part of a real online community where you can connect, co-create, network, build your business, and get uncommonly exceptional weekly live trainings from moi, head over to Facebook, search for Ambitious Rule Breakers, and join the group community. Don't forget to hit me up in the DMs when you join. I can't wait to connect with you.